Hey everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So welcome to the sex talk. I am so excited to be here today. Today we're going to be talking about relationship. I have my notes ready. I have my drinky drink ready. I got a little fancy today. You know. And I got some food right here too cuz I'm whoo, I'm a little hungry and I'm about to tear it up as soon as I'm done. So anyway, today's topic is relationship. If you if this is your first time tuning into content here on the Sex Talk TV, welcome. Um I hope you found this well. I hope you find what you're looking for and I hope that you've completed your Google form um and put some topics that you would like to discuss uh in 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 my DM so that I can know how how to tailor the conversation how we can move forward with conversation and make sure that we're all growing and maturing in our walk with sexuality sensuality sex before during and after and so with that being said I'm just gonna jump right in because I'm so excited like I said today's topic is relationship relationship not relationships relationship and so <laughs> capital <laughs> and so um i got some notes here that i'm gonna uh uh walk through and talk with you guys about um real quick real quick disclaimer this video and conversation is speaking to all relationships that are consensual and legal by law if it's not legal i am not talking to you okay um um moving on I just want to define what relationship is, right? And so um, I Googled relationship to see what it meant. It had three different definitions and I chose the first and third. And so the first one I chose, it says, the definition of relationship is the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected or the state of being connected, um, and number two is the way in which two or more people or groups regard and behave with toward each other. Hey, how you doing? If you're just popping in, um, we're diving right in. The topic is relationship today, and I'm so excited to see you. Um, and so what I believe is that relationship is relationship. OK, uh, I think a lot of times we get misconstrued. Uh, on what relationship is and I feel like in my own experience and what I've been taught uh, formally and informally um, about different relationships is that different relationships hold weight more weight than others or they're less important than others and things like that and I think when it comes to relationship when you are in relationship with someone and I'm gonna I'm gonna um I got some real good stuff for you guys today I came prepared and organized and I am not gonna get off topic today so <laughs> Um, but I believe that when you're in relationship with who, what, when, where, and why, it is just as important as any other relationship. And sometimes relationships have different depth to it and different boundaries to them. But at the end of the day, I believe that relationship is relationship. And so that's how I want to handle this conversation as relationship 
period point blank period okay um my question is what kind of relationships are you in and if you want to take a moment to think about that i'll give you a few seconds what kind of relationships are you in what does that mean to you what is what does relationship mean to you when you think of relationship what comes to mind if romantic relationship comes up you know that's normal that's natural that's the most common um romantic relationship is the most common thought that comes to mind when people uh think of relationship the word relationship or some people think of their friends but i'm here to talk about a few different elements of relationship okay um my favorite song just came on i don't know if you guys can hear it um so what we're going to talk about today is five elements of relationship that i want to touch on um i don't believe that these are that there are only five elements of relationship but these are elements that i've you know thought about processed and everything like that and so so you guys can follow along with me um i created some images for you to look at and i will be posting these after the fact okay so number one define the relationship right um first and foremost isn't that so cute Define relationship. So is the relationship that you're in familial? Is it communal? Is it platonic? Is it sexual slash romantic or sensual slash romantic? And so familial relationship consists of parents, siblings, first, second, third, cousins, family by law or circumstantial family. And what I mean by circumstantial family is like, we're not related, but we grew up together. I don't know about you guys, but I have some family like that. And um, I have some familial relationships in my life where it's like, we are not related by blood or law, but I've known you for 20 plus years. You know, we, we've been a part of each other's lives for a very long time. And that's just what it is, you know? Communal, group gatherings, church, dance groups, sports, book club, etc community when community gathers what kind of relationships are you in with those people that you have similar interests with or hey i'm going to church today i'm going to a pentecost church i'm going to a kojic church i'm going to a catholic church or i'm going to play basketball with these people at the gym i see them all the time and i've been i've built a community with these people or um i do i do activist work and the organization I volunteer for, I see these people all the time. This is my community. This, These people are a part of my community. Um, platonic. Platonic means intimate and affectionate, but not sexual. So people you do not share DNA with, relation by law or sex, but, though, but you're in relationship with them, right? Um, and sometimes platonic relationships can, can be... Uh, can not have intimacy or affection in them and that's just what it is it's just a platonic bond a platonic relationship with this person and that's just that period period dot you know so are you i do do you have though do you have platonic relationships in your life okay sensual slash romantic people or persons you have romantic and or sensual attraction to so when I think of sensual slash romantic, I think of those relationships in my life where maybe, you know, we have something going on. We have a chemistry and we haven't really decided that it's that it's like, you know, 
one of these specific labels but we enjoy each other's company and it gets romantic and we do cute little things together um you know but that's the parameters of our relationship and we're okay with that um sensual and romantic that that reminds me of um you know I, I'm gonna get back to that. It reminds me of a few things: sexual slash romantic people or persons you have sexual or romant and or romantic attraction to. I had a great conversation with my godmom yesterday, and she was um, she asked me a few questions that made me think um, a little deeper about sensuality, romanticism, and sexuality, and. You know, you can you can good and well be in a sexual relationship that is not into uh, that's not sensual or romantic, or you can be in a romantic relationship that is not sexual or sensual. And anyway, but we, you know, as we have these conversations, we unpack it. You know, and like for me, I'm still on that journey. I'm not, you know, I don't have the period dot to sensuality, sexuality, and romanticism, but. I, I think right now in this moment, right now, those three things are separate. Sometimes they coexist with one another, but this is why we have these conversations, right? Um, so what do you think about those things? What kind of relationships are you in, right? And so next, the next element, element number two is relate. Who are you relating with, right? Um, for me, my first point in relate, like relation I want to be in relationship with people I relate with. And so in order to know how I relate with people, I need to have a meaningful connection with myself before I can connect with others. This will take soul searching, which is the first point on this uh, template here. Um, soul searching is my favorite. It doesn't always feel good. But when I have those aha moments, I'm like, yo, soul searching to the fullest. Like, ah. Sometimes I do a little too much. And it's like, okay, you know, searched enough. Let time take its course. Slow down. Allow allow yourself to get to know who you finally discovered you are, right? In this season, in this time. And so some questions to ask yourself while you're soul searching in relation to relationship, to relate with others, right? Is who am I? Who am I? What do I like? I know for me, I like chocolate. Okay. I like to go to Candyland. Okay. I like ice cream. I might not be able to get along with someone who has a vegan based diet. Because I eat chocolate. Milk chocolate. with That was made from cows. Like, you know. <laughs> That's just a superficial example. But hey, like there's. Sometimes I can't just hit up my friends who are vegans or plant-based and be like, hey, let's go get ice cream. We got to go get specific dessert with my vegan friends, you know. Um, but what do I like? Uh, what do I want in life? What are my goals and aspirations? Um, if my goal is to be a public speaker, right? Which, to an extent, that's what I'm doing right now. If my goal is to be a public speak speaker, I might not want to align myself with someone who has deep desires for accounting you know um or you know like that's beautiful i think accountants people who have the desire to know numbers and and things like that that's phenomenal however my brain just don't work like that how can we relate okay um i personally don't have any friends who are accountants yet in my life um but i'm this is just a superficial example i'm not saying you cannot relate to people who are accountants 
superficial example, but what 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 do I want in life? Okay. Uh, and last but not least, what makes me passionate? There's a few things that make me passionate. Over time, I realized that some things in, in my in my in my journey of soul searching, I've realized that some things that have made me passionate in the past were not my own narratives. They were narratives that were placed on me because of circumstances, how I was raised and what I was taught to believe and religion played a, a big role in that. I digress. Um, my second point as far as relating is we want to be connected to a person or community that we can relate with via values, morals, hobbies, interests, and goals. And so say I got a friend that loves to eat ice cream and we, we have a good time and, and you know, like we we just love to go to milk jam over on Lindell in Minneapolis. <laughs> um we relate in that way and also what are what are their values? What are my values? What are their morals? What are my morals? You know? Um these are really important things to to uh to know about ourselves in our in our journey with soul searching because I believe we are what we attract. And so um sometimes we align ourselves with people who aren't who we are or you know, and I think that, that that takes a certain level of soul searching as well to look into like what about me is attracted to this person and vice versa if we're not necessarily seeing eye to eye, what what brought us together? What what what's the lesson? What am I here to learn? Um, but for me right now, as far as hobbies and interests, I really love dancing. I love dancing so much. And so I hang out with my friends who love dancing. Hey, come to the studio with me. Hey, come to this dance cipher with me. Hey, I got a, I got a, I got a, a event that I'm doing. I really love for you to be there. Uh, I'm, I'm dancing. You know, I really would love for you to come. Can you? Will you have fun there? Da da da. You know. So that's, you know, that's element number two. Relate. We want to be in relationship with people we relate with, which takes soul searching and understanding mutual commonalities and interests right the third element here is communication communication um communication so communication for me has been really interesting personally i love language i love i love words i love vocabulary i love understanding how people communicate um how they give in send and receive messages and information which is number one on here i, I love to know those type of things some people could feel like i'm very critical or or uh you know nosy when it comes to asking certain questions but i i ask i ask the people around me that i love a certain amount of questions because i'm genuinely interested in how their mind works um i can communicate that better for sure i've learned that i need to communicate that better instead of you know, because sometimes questioning people could be a trigger. Um, but I like to know, how do you send and receive information? How do you download information? You know, um, my apologies, I skipped to, to the third one. But how do you send and receive information? For me, I like to communicate in full thoughts. For example, in text, I like to communicate in full thoughts from beginning to end and i like to give context if i'm making a point i like to give context make it nice and nice and um cakey and thick so i can make my point and um sometimes sometimes if i'm not aware of how the person i'm communicating with sends and receive information 
that could be a lot and that could trigger their capacity or the lack thereof of what they can send and receive or or how they can um compute those things right and so as far as communication that that goes into honesty equals the best policy right uh i think for me i've learned the hard way that a lot thinking that people are going to change their mind when they told me who they are when they showed me who they are or uh they've done something that i don't necessarily align with or they just they just move operate and behave in a different way than i do uh that's that's not that that doesn't often seldom does it change like people are who they are unless they uh actively communicate and express and and work on those things like say there's say there's something that we don't see eye to eye about and i can't necessarily or we can't necessarily you know relate well because of this thing that's standing in the way unless that person is actively like i'm working on this or i i want to i want to work on this so that we can relate better or be better in relationship then that's just what it is you know and, and and so honesty is the best policy i think for me um which will go into our uh uh i want to say it's our last point but i like to i've learned to ask direct questions to get a direct answer um i think it's so important to like for me, I like to uh, really sit back, download information, especially if a lot has happened, um, and really compute what's going on and what this means to me and what what what's, what what am I retaining? What's in my mind? What can I um, keep in my mind? What are we keeping in our mind? How do we send and receive information? How are we keeping it in our mind? In in the journey of relating with others, right? And how can we ask a direct question to get a direct answer? For example, in a romantic sense, say you are uh, say you are building a relationship with someone that you're in, that you uh, are in. You want to be in a romantic, sexual, or sensual relationship with, and say you're more monogamous. You're a more monogamous person. I think a very important direct question to ask that person is: Are you having sex with other people? Are you seeing other people in a romantic sense? Um, do you share space with other people in a sexual, sensual, or romantic sense? And 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 ask a direct question to get a direct answer. And and be real with yourself. Can you accept that honest answer? I'd honesty is the best policy for me, you know. And I'd rather know the truth in that foundation you know if we're building a relationship i want to know the I, I i prefer to know the truth in that foundation in the past i i wasn't always you know brave enough or courageous enough to ask direct questions because i didn't want to know the true answer but honesty is the best policy um and then number three is processing sometimes when you ask direct and honest questions depending on where you are or how you feel or the uh the extent of the relationship sorry about that um that the truth can hurt the truth can be blindsided it could take you back a little bit and processing comes in when processing comes in it's so important to, to give yourself time to process those things some people are quicker processors than others some people like to take you know three to seven business days some people like to take three to six months or a year um but 
do you and and so as far as processing i think communication is really important when it comes to that because sometimes people want a direct answer immediately and so it could be a loaded question like hey uh i think it's important to communicate hey that's a loaded question um this is what i have for you right now but can can i give you can i give you my answer after i think about this for about uh 72 hours or a week you know but communicate those things lay those things out you know communication um so do you like to talk in the moment or would you rather wait process plan a time to talk later communication processing right um last but not least as far as something that i want to encourage people to put in their toolkit um sometimes it's hard to gauge people where they are especially when you're building a relationship building relationship and this this goes for everybody and everything this I just used that romantic sense um, example. But uh, something I like to keep in my toolkit are a few of three methods are three methods of temperature checks with the people I'm in relationship with. Right. And so, for example, when I gather with people, something I like to do, whether we're doing an activity or it's a group gathering or I'm I'm leading something or um or some, you know, having a group, whatever it is. I like to check in and check out. Go around the circle, uh, or however many people is check in, check uh, check in, and then do the activity and check out. Uh, and ask people, you know, what is it that you want from this? Before we begin on this activity, what is it that you want out of this activity? And when we check out, what did you did you gain? What you wanted? Um, what will you take? What did you learn today that you will take with you until we get together again? check in check out uh, another one that i've learned in, in um, different settings is rose or thorn um some people call it highlight low light some people call it uh in the stars or or feeling grounded um what what's a rose of your day what's a thorn of your day some people like to start with the thorn and end on a high note with the rose right and so giving people tools and and methods to express themselves and open the space so you could actively listen to the people that you're around or gathering with family friends whoever you know um and then one of my amazing friends taught me this in their yoga practice is star wish star one star is something you enjoy one wish is um a little bit of feedback or something you wish you could experience in that setting um and, and you end with a star as well two things that you love one <laughs> Two things that you love one thing that you wish uh would have taken place and that's a good way to give people feedback as well to know um basically all these things that we're talking about how to relate communicate and how to define our relationships with one another right so yeah how do we send and receive love honesty is the best policy processing and a little bit of toolkits you know what i'm saying it's a little a few tools that's a little screwdriver some some screws and a hammer for your toolbox <laughs> next up is love languages what is your love language there are millions okay i don't know that to be true there are thousands of free love language assessments and i've taken my love language assessment a few different times and it's always come out in the past it's come out that my love language was physical touch and um it ma mainly physical touch right 
as I got older and I started processing certain things and certain things started to come up in my history and, and through therapy, I realized I didn't really like being touched that much. And I've touched on that in previous conversations, right? Um, but as I get older and start, you know, really figuring out what what makes me feel most comfortable and my boundaries and things like that, I realized that I like words of affirmation more than anything. I want to I, I want to know verbally that you... What, what you acknowledge about me, what you see about me. And this is the professionally, this is platonically in my family, in my community. If you're giving me gifts and doing things for me, that's nice and everything like that. But my love language, how I, how I compute love is words of affirmation telling me that, right? So what's your love language? Words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, physical touch. I don't know. Um... But yeah, you know, it's like love languages are amazing. And I think it's really important to know when you are in relationship with people. Uh, I've heard a lot of different conversations from friendships, uh, romantic, um, sensual and sexual relationships, um, and even professional um, relationships. What I've gathered from the stories that I've heard is like, hey, you guys might not know each other's love languages. This isn't personal. You just don't know those things. And some people don't even know what a love language is. You know, so calculating or holding people to a standard of, of, a, of a tool that they're not aware of can be complicated. But there's always a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Um, but yeah, love language. What's your love language? I encourage you, if you're at this point in this video, I encourage you to head over to Google. Type in love language assessment quiz or whatever and take it and, and 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 sit with that and share that with your community when you're ready and last but not least say it with me this is my favorite word boundaries 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 this template i kept short and to the point it's either yes no or let's negotiate with me sometimes it's just yes or no let your yes be yes and your no be no. That's in the body. That's what Jesus said. <laughs> but um, boundaries are so powerful and they're so important for a lot of different reasons. But I absolutely adore boundaries. And, and I'm not even finna lie. Like sometimes, quick backstory because I, I have a few minutes left. Sidebar, I'm so proud of myself. I said I wanted to keep it to 30 minutes, and that's exactly what I'm doing. I got two minutes left. Uh, but anyway, sorry, I just had to give my little self a little pat on the back. But there was a, in my early 20s, I was in, I was in a platonic relationship with someone. And we went through so many different things, and we lacked boundaries. I did not know where this person began and where I end. We didn't have any boundaries. We told each other each other's business. Um, we we told each other each other's family business, all this stuff, you know, like and I, I understand processing and all these different things. But it, it just it this relationship lacked boundaries. I was very ignorant to what the, that was. Right. And so it got to a point where I, I realized that the, there was something wasn't right in this relationship. And through processing in therapy with my therapist at the time, I realized there was a lack of respect and there was a lack of self-respect for myself and that other person. And so I had to start to, to develop boundaries and parameters on what I would discuss, what I'd do with this person, how much time I'd spend with this person. And I started to develop boundaries in this relationship. 
in the midst of us in the midst of me establishing boundaries with this person it created so much friction because this person was so used to um to being in my space in a certain way and accessing certain information from me that they were no longer getting so it, it caused a lot of friction and misunderstanding fast forward the the relationship ended up ending um because the boundaries i stood so firm on my boundaries that it was like i don't even know who you are anymore i don't even know how this is working or what this is or blah blah blah. because for over for about a decade we were so used to operating a certain way and then a few months into that decade you know after we hit that decade mark it's like why are you changing why are you requesting so much of me why are you why why this why that da, da, da. you know and so sometimes boundaries can um improve relationships sometimes they'll end relationships sometimes they'll uh, resituate relationships but i am a firm believer on yes no or 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 are you willing to negotiate let's negotiate this and sometimes in um sexual relationships that can look very very different but um and maybe in one of these conversations we'll talk about the buffet right i learned about the buffet uh at this uh at this group setting um from someone who came to speak to the youth that i was working with uh from the family tree clinic shout out to the family tree clinic um and they talked about the buffet and they were just talking about in a sexual sense um when you're engaging sexually with someone it's important to know what they're willing to put on their plate you know just to make sure they're safe you're safe and everybody feels res respected and honored right and they were saying like hey you know I, I i really like macaroni and cheese um and i see there's no macaroni and cheese on your plate i really like that and that's that makes me happy are you willing to try macaroni yes no are you willing to you know give it a shot maybe one noodle you know or we both eat asparagus asparagus is in the clear asparagus is yes um and i don't really eat yeast so there's no dinner rolls on my on my plate you know and and that that <laughs> And of course, I'm talking about sexual, different sexual practices, but I think that's a beautiful way to talk about sex in a sexual relationship. Some people aren't comfortable or interested in certain uh, sexual acts, and that's important to know. And I think that sometimes there there's harm created in sexual settings when you don't have those. Not sometimes. I take that back. Harm can be created. Trauma can be created when those conversations around boundaries are not had in a sexual setting before it happens before they act sometimes it could get a little heated you know that's okay sometimes it get a little heated and and you just jump right into it or whatever but be okay with slowing it down you know if I, if the chemistry is there we, we want to do this let's let's touch on some things really quick verbally <laughs> okay boundaries yes no maybe in all relationships familial relation uh not familial i'm scrolling so slow familial communal platonic sensual romantic sexual romantic so yes that is my conversation about relationship if you're at the end of this video i just want to say thank you so much for tuning in i really appreciate and love y'all if you want to donate to the sex talk please uh feel free to uh either cash app venmo at legend 143 i could i could post that later um 
I want to be able to invest in more uh, templates and get, be able to create more things so that and content um, so that these conversations can be organized and amazing. So if you ever have any questions, the, the conversation doesn't end here. Um, yeah, let's keep the conversation going. And any any questions that I've touched on in this conversation, if you want to jump in my DM and answer those questions or comment on this video right now, feel free to do that. Y'all know how I rock. I love y'all so much. Have a fabulous Sunday and have a fantastic week. Stay warm.